Hey, welcome to the Happy Rant Podcast. I am Ted Cluck. <laughs> Joined as always in a Destin, Florida condo by my good friends, my partners in radio, Barnabas Piper and Ron Martin. Boys, it's been uh, mm. it's been an eventful morning of writing. We've worked very hard. Oh, so hard. We've had some fights. We've had some arguments. We've come back together. Um, Are you feeling exhausted right now, Big T? I'm feeling th- exhausted because I slept about two hours last night. And why would that be? Because I never sleep the first night away from home. So I true. just lay there. And, I never um, sleep the first or the 26th night exactly. I'm away from home. Yeah. Yet you love travel. I know. What's happening there, baby? I, I just, I, yeah, it just doesn't matter. I like to travel, but like... You it, love the, to travel. The sleeping part it just escapes me. Ronnie Tarmac. So you flew into where? Pensacola. Pensacola. You got the rental. Got the rental. Do you love that? Do you love getting the rental and the kind of vague smell of like... Cleaner and you know, cigarettes you, that you get in the. I'll the tell you rental. what, I, I yeah, love getting the, the rental. Person's fast food. I, right. I love getting the rental when I fly in. There were no rentals to rent, but I stand in line and I sort of get one because yes. it was like somebody canceled. We just happen to have a car. Yes, it's amazing. Yeah. It's Isn't amazing that a feeling of like. It's like victory. Uh, yeah, serendipity. It's like victory. Which, yeah. What the, all that's going to lead to is somebody else getting the Seinfeld scene where they get up there and they're like, right. I have a reservation. <laughs> like, we don't have any cars. <laughs> yeah. How can they not anyone, have any cars? Anyone can take the reservation. How can they you screw have that to up? Hold the reservation. <laughs> What'd you get, baby? What kind of car? I don't know. Some uh, some Nissan SUV. But I always you get excited about the rental. I don't. I just don't care about cars. You know, that's my problem. Really, just, you're I not just, a car guy at all. Not at all. Because you're so kind of like, and take this the right way, kind of like Ponzi in particular about most things. I, I can't imagine that doesn't like extend to your car life. I've just never cared about Transpo. You know what I mean? I just just never been a thing for me. This is a man who has a. <clears throat> bespoke $300 tiny leather carrying case for his AirPod case. So you have essentially... A case, a case for a case. case. Yeah, help me understand this. You have a case yeah. for a case containing a thing that's like... And, and this is radio, not television. I'm making a symbol with my hand. Yeah, and it's, it's like a great symbol as di- I'm looking at yeah, it right now. Two inches in diameter. Talk me through the... I want to hear about the psychology of making that purchase. Well, no, no. I would love to give you the psychology, but I think it, it, it does... Run me it, through that, though. Is it worth mentioning that we're all together for the first time in podcast? Yes, it is. Right we buried the lead. Yeah. We're all together. Yes. Yeah, lay we're it out. A, lay it we're out. in a condo in Destin. I'm going to describe it. Shout out to Pipe. Mary Virginia Norris. MVN. Who is the, the MVP? Is the MVP, MVN right. is the MVP of this program. Who is the listener who <laughs> kindly provided this for us when we months and months ago said, "Boy, wouldn't it be fun to do a writing retreat?" Uh, and she said, "Well, you can do that in Destin the, at my family's condo." She the said, dream "I happen to come have. true." Yeah, exactly. And it's sick. This place is beautiful. We're overlooking like mm. waves crashing on the surf right now. It's and kind of idyllic. Rednecks playing cornhole. It's mm. great. It's really, yeah, emblematic of everything that is Florida. And uh, I'm loving it. I'm looking at a 1992 Destin Seafood Festival Mm. watercolor. Yeah, it's beautiful. And wishing I had gotten into the watercolor game in the early 90s. Yeah, likewise. I feel like that was the the gilded age for watercolor. It's not too late. No, it is too late. Because (laughs) there's no watercolor renaissance coming. Like I sold all my watercolor stuff. No, there has you know been some hipster renaissance of like water. There's like early 90s watercolor portraits coming through. Can't we paint something in that color palette and like bring it back? The thing is, know? I don't even know what's considered like good painting. Or I don't either. I don't. You know what I mean? I look at that and I, go, I look I, at that and I go, "The boats look real. That. That's good painting. I couldn't do it." It's a really beautiful sunset. Or it pos- is a beautiful sunset. Possibly sunrise. There's a fishing boat going out. So yeah. Yeah. you know what's cool about that too? It's timeless. Like that harbor still looks the same. I mean, Absolutely. it does say 1992 on it. 
I mean, well, all that's I, it. That's the only thing that places it in yeah. a time period. Right. If the fact did, that it names specifically the year. <laughs> yeah. If they had said October 1992, that that's the like, guys only wait way. for it. That could be 2002 if it, they just would have put 2000. Well, that's a deal. That's they, what I'm getting. At. Which they could have. <laughs> yeah, they could. Have. <laughs> if they were envisioning us being here in the future, boys, isn't there an energy and and a liveliness mm. of doing radio together in the well, same <laughs> condo? Well, I don't know since this is the first time. I've that's right. Does it feel different to you? Yeah, than does. how it's felt. It feels that. a lot to me like you guys are both hosting an actual live show, but I'm the audience. <laughs> Dude, that's, that's so funny. It has a bit of that feel to it right now. Yeah, it yeah, does. it really does. Yeah, we need to bring just, you in. I'm and just need... waiting for the Q and A time so I can I can ask my question. Well, why don't you but... do some Q and A then? <laughs> no, no, no. Here's what we're gonna do to rectify that. We're going to have you do the promo read, which you're the king of. Mm. And then we're going to get oh, into I have our... to do this with a live audience? To watch him oh. do that right to now, To watch team. him do it in the same room. Our baby boy is all grown up. He's grown up and he's grown up and he's grown up. I would never eat here. Oh, this is this is nerve wracking. I've only ever done this while sitting in the bonus room at my house by myself. Pipe, if it helps, we'll go stand in the kitchen or the other room where you yeah. like take care of. This I mean, we'll look at you through the bar. Right. Can, you yeah. as, can you be as disinterested as you usually are when I do these? The thing is, Pipe, is we are, we are never interested. disinterested. That's the never. Thing. You can't see us, but like we're hanging on every because word. we're all thinking that someday we might have to do promos, and all we're thinking is like, and they're never. Gonna I could be never like do this. that. They will, they will yeah. never be. This I could good. never make it that seamless. Right. All right, so is it is it promo time? It's promo, promo time. It. Okay. Uh, man, we're on a leash here, man. We have limited this, time. This first episode of the Destin Sessions. we got to get to some barbecue down here. Mm, Florida barbecue. It's what it's known for. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, it's, yeah, it's like Nebraska seafood. Uh, this, uh, this episode of the Destin Sessions is brought to you by Dwell Bible App. It's an audio Bible app. Listeners, you should be quite familiar with it by now. <laughs> Ronnie, no smooning. Um, if you go to dwellapp.io slash happyrant, you can see the, the deal that they have for you. It's 10% off of an annual subscription, 33% off of a lifetime subscription. Yeah. They have, they have listening plans. They have uh, multiple narrators. They have music. They have anything you would want to help your Bible listening experience be awesome. Uh, so again, dwellapp.io slash happyrant. Check it out. It's well worth your time and money. All kidding aside... I listened to Dwell this morning. I, I listened to it while I was working out in uh, in the very nice gym here in the condo Good for you too. community here at Del Boca Vista. Yeah. While, was, uh, which means it doesn't only work it doesn't in only Tennessee. Work. Yeah, exactly. It works multi... I've got the multi-state you package. you got the multi-state package. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. A <laughs> little bit of a splurge, but it's worth it is what I'm Who does your about. voice, man? Maddie Chan? Like, who do you got doing your voice? Speaking of Maddie Chan, baby. I mean, Matt, who do you got doing your voice? Maddie Chan's like yelling at you? I've got Maddie Chan yelling at me. Old. I got Frankie Chan whispering at me from the left, you know. <laughs> Listeners, yeah. you can't see this, but I'm, right. I'm imitating Matt Chandler, motioning at his Bible. Frankie just like I got Frankie whispering at me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boys, who would be the worst... Who would be the worst Bible narrator of <sighs> famous preachers? Dude, that's such a great. So, like Tim Keller question. would be money because he sounds just like so he's, calm. he sounds like he's narrating everything. Dude, he's calm. Soothing. He's academic. Calm, he'd be soothing. like from time to time he'd be like and 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 TK sort of, sort of, sort of, TK is, is the Reformed Community's Morgan Freeman. I mean, can, we just, <laughs> can we just lay it out? No, there? well, flesh. considering I mean, no considering flesh. we're we're yeah we're lacking an elderly black man in that community. Well, you know, some, someday we will have some. Dare to dream. Some elderly black yeah, men in that position. Yeah. I don't know if they'll still be part of this community. <laughs> That's right. And there's a good chance Maybe. they won't. But yeah. um, you like know, evangelical or something. Uh, let's. Who would be? I don't think I could listen to Matt Chandler read. 
I think if he, I think if he wasn't being aggressive and he was just reading, and again, right, that's I, why I, I don't think I could. I even like his aggressiveness. I'm okay. Sure, with it. but but when you're watching him, that's different than if you're. Listening. It's different than than yeah yeah. yeah, like yeah you yeah. want a certain experience in the ears. Yeah, you need to have that sort of that calming, soothing, soothing. Yes, encouraging. Katie, well, Katie, why? Oh, he'd be great for like this. So Dwell has this sleep setting. It's a little bit know? nasal. Yeah, <laughs> just, it's just, it's just a smidge. So yeah, Dwell has this Piper sleep cut setting. That post. No, we're not going to. Uh, Dwell has the sleep the sleep That's setting, the so you can like talking. you can listen to it until it'll cut off on its own. Kdy would be perfect. Yeah. It's like you would just just soothe you right into a deep and reformed. Guys, state. I'm going to do TK or wait for it, and I hope this doesn't get us in trouble. Hold on, hold on to your britches, Beth Moore. There it is. If I'm allowed to listen to a woman, you are a man. You are not Bible. allowed to listen to that, baby. Are you leveraging Beth Moore for your own like you know, platform related? You know, um, you know agendas. You know, I mean, I, I'm not. I want to get back to the Beth Moore thing. I mean, I have no play in that game. What, I want to get what, back to what the Beth Moore thing. What are we discussing? I'm a supporter. I want to get back. Oh, I know you are. Yeah, mm. I'm a very vocal supporter. Mm. You love her Bible studies. Mm. I mean, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to get back to that. I want to get back to Maddie Chan, but I want to talk about your Lacroix experience. Oh okay? yeah. Well, here's here's. Because, before Piper and I got here, you did a little grocery shopping. I did, and I'm enjoying a sparkling water lime Lacroix. I'll have some more of that too. Um, I want you to talk me through. Baby, yeah, here's to, to no- that. here's here's to the taste of nothingness. here's to the taste of no- bitter nothingness. <laughs> right. Cheers. What? Talk me through. That sounds like, like the most Gen X cheers ever. Here's to the taste, taste of, of bitter, bitter nothingness. nothingness. Yeah, congratulations. That really was. Guys. Talk me through what makes a man <laughs> buy a case of Lacroix. Because you know you're not going to enjoy it. I don't enjoy it. Yeah, no, of course you don't. I don't enjoy any aspect. Is there is there is there a, a sense of self loathing in this where you feel like in a sense you're flagellating yourself? You know what it was. So that you can enjoy something else later. So I bought Talk a bunch of goodies for us. You did. Yeah. Right? And, and shout and out we, to you for doing that. And we have destroyed a good portion of them for sure. Because it was a good selection. But it dawned on me after I had my whole thing full at Target with goodies. Mm. I was thinking like, oh man, I don't know if these dudes are like trying to watch their way. You know, I don't know what you guys are up to. I mean, I am. Is that why you bought Skinny Pop? That's why, but well, that was my last two. Purchases. I like that though. Right, my last two purchases were Skinny Pop and Lacroix because I thought I gotta blend this. Dude, it makes me feel a like a, like a Brentwood mom. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so that's Enjoyed what I did. Skinny that's Pop. I, did. I just and thought, oh man, I gotta balance yeah. this out, and I don't know where these guys are at. And I was it's gonna. A, it's a guilt-free snack, guys. It's, it's a guilt-free yeah. snack. And I was gonna buy. A, I was gonna buy a case of waters. I forgot. So it's then I had the Lacroix, and I yeah. thought, all right, I'm they got water here. You can drink it. It's right. You know. Yeah. Florida water. To be I, to be fair, I I did have the thought when I stuck my glass under the water dispenser. I was like, "Is it safe to drink this?" Mm-hmm. Because Florida, mm-hmm. like I'm I'm just mm. it feels very like international travel to me. Yeah, interesting. Mm. Well, yeah, I mean, Destin is a Destin's yeah. a melting pot. Yeah, you I'm, know, I'm I drinking mean, is... I'm drinking a different version of water. I know you are. <laughs> that is not bitter nothingness. Mm. Well, it's, here's to bitter nothing. It's caramel. Mm. It's caramel fire, and it's wonderful. Listen, here's to my life: the taste of bitter nothingness. <laughs> Our careers: the taste of bitter nothingness. <laughs> this podcast: the taste of bitter nothingness. I do. Hey, our future book: the, the taste, taste of bitter <laughs> nothingness. That's a subtitle. So, Lacroix family, mm. if you're listening, mm-hmm. we would like to do business with you. We would love to do business, baby. Wouldn't it be lovely to have a case of this? Awful tasting swill show up at your house yeah. every month just without you having to even make the effort. Dude, you know what I would love? I would love for it to even have just a hint of taste. Wouldn't that be I would something? love it to taste like something. In a sense, though, and stay with me, if yeah. it had just a little hint of taste... It would be this thing called soda Sprite. Pop. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's it. Yeah. 
Yeah, LaCroix is as if you're <laughs> drinking carbonated water and somebody eats a lemon and burps in the adjacent room. Yeah, it's sm- right. You're smelling more the That's actually what the copy it. says here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Freshly belched citrus. But you know what's so yeah. funny? So to hear, let me ask you your experience. Sure. LaCroix. So yeah. what happens is, like, if you're, if you're big in, you only buy the lime, yeah. like, every day. Yeah. And then every once in a while, I'll be out shopping and I'll get, like, a different flavor. And the first sip of that different flavor, you're like... Oh my gosh, this is the one with all the flavor. Like, See, I love this. And then two sips later, you're like, no, it actually just tastes like a I want to go in on something you said there. Um, you and Big M are both LaCroix drinkers. Do you guys, Ish, yeah. do you talk about it? It's just how I feel do you, about do you, it. Do you talk about enjoying it? Never. Do you talk about the fact that at some point as a couple, you pivoted away from like standard soda pop into yeah. LaCroix? We went from Diet Pepsi to LaCroix. Is it because it makes you feel cooler? Like it's a little too proletarian to drink Diet No, Pepsi. it's just because it has you know less I mean? bad stuff in it than even Diet Soda does. How can this be good for you though? It's it, just fizzy swill. I don't, it probably isn't. It just feels like it, it must be. Yeah. Because everything on the back says zero. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if it's Diet Soda, there's numbers on there. Dude, what's funny zeros. is I can't imagine you guys drinking Diet Pepsi like normal people. Mm. You know what I mean? It would take you off the pedestal of being oh, sort of better than. No, you know what I mean? I, strong, strong suspicion that there was sliced limes involved in this diet Pepsi and things sure. like that to like it kind of uh, to bring it out of never. the realm of it elevates it. Yeah, if you will. out of the realm Boys of never, never you know, roll that way. Speaking your, of your plebeian soft yeah, drink, you know what, man? You know, there's a lot of. Um, Kind of socioeconomic undertones in the oh, Lacroix, which we were just writing about. We were, as a matter we, of fact. Aren't we thoughtful? Oh man! <laughs> but we are thought leaders. We are so. thought leaders, <laughs> Lacroix drinkers. I had, I had somebody recently, and I'm not kidding. I'm not going to tell you who because you both know. But he called me and he paused when he said this. He goes, mm. "Because Ronnie, you're actually a." Uh, he goes, "Oh man, I, I hate to say this like this, but he mm. said you you are after all a." <laughs> leader, no, and there was a pause, and he wasn't. And your 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 heart within your breast, it leapt, didn't it? Because hasn't this been the end game right, for the I last couple of years? I said, I said, I said, brother, the heart within my breast just leapt. That's it. Yeah, but I but I don't. I didn't have that kind of thing with him where yeah. I could like correct him. It was like I had or to where do... you could have a ha ha. No, no, none of that because he was being yeah. super earnest and sincere. So I had to kind of go, oh. <laughs> Thank you. You know, with the question mark. Listen like, to me, though. Listen what is to the me. equivalent? Like the <laughs> the thing that somebody means as a compliment, but is an outright insult. Like, uh, let's, let's, is, are there others? On but this he list? didn't think that, right? Right. Like no, that like, was like a thing for him. He was like, "Wow, man, I'm, I'm throwing." And I dare big say, and I want to hear you on this. I dare say you took it as a compliment. Well, because isn't that the space I could been not take it. Hat. I had to in the yeah, moment. Yeah. Like I had to receive it and just go. You know, because I'm thinking of you guys and how much we've made fun of that term. Sure. And I was like, oh, man, I can't even respond. That's a compliment, though. I can't respond to this. Like, you I were wanna... thrilled. Yeah. That'd be like somebody saying to me, you know, Ted, I think of you as the middle linebacker for the Chicago Bears. And inside, my heart would leap. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's even legit. Not that's true. a real thing, though. It is. It's like, yeah, it's a middle linebacker. Chicago Bears is a very concrete. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's more, right. I think it's yeah. It's a little bit like somebody comparing you to to like a character from Lord of the Rings or like right. uh, or, or Harry Potter. Right, that'd be like me looking at you saying, "Dude, you're so much like you're so Gandalf." Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a real Gandalf energy to you, you know. And you're just kind of going. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> that means a lot in your nerd world. Good job. Yeah, yeah. I, know. I don't get it. Well, well boys, boys, are we done? Are we wrapped? No, well, no, we're we're far from done. 
because we need to harken back to a thing that we uh, that we teased oh, at the top okay. of the program. Because we're radio professionals. Okay. Well, and because this is primarily a news program, yes. I, have, I have news to break on the show, and I want to I want to talk about it. A couple of breaking news yeah. points. I want to go with the most important one first. All right, let's okay. let's get let's get serious. Should we cue the news jingle? Yes, let's cue to. the news. Do we jingle. have that even on the road? We do. I got it right here. Okay, yeah. let's dial it. We came prepared. We're professionals. Yeah. Dun 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, this is fresh off the wire. Um, I, I have in my hands. Can you rip that off the wire? Yeah, real quick exactly. Pipe? <laughs> oh, I, I, yeah. Here, I'll I'll read it. Um, this just in, boys. Uh, breaking yeah, news. Lay it on us, man. Throw it out there. Maddie Chan. Uh oh, one of our favorites. Our oh very, no, one of our, when a megachurch pastor leads the news, it's never good. It's never. I good. know. And boys, I want to let you know that this isn't. Like as dark as it could be. Is it going to be hard for us though? It might be a little. I would hard. like you to massage us a little bit into this news because I'm feeling a little nervous right I now. I feel like that's too. what every great newsman does. Yeah. So if you think of like, so set it up a little. Walter, Sam Donaldson, Walter Ted Cronkite. Koppel, Walter Cronkite. Yeah, I Prepare mean, Paris a little bit for what we're about to hear. Well, with with a story with this kind of gravitas, this is going to hit you hard, and it's going to mm. kind of shake the foundations Hold of on, let everything. Me take another sip of mm. my non-Lacroix beverage. The foundations of everything that you believe in. Mm. And I'm just going to come straight with you guys because I respect you as men and I feel like you can handle it. Okay? Matty Chan, Matt Chandler, <gasps> is out of the steak business. Say it isn't so. Oh, the, no, cow, yeah. the cows are thrilled. <laughs> I want you to know this, though. I want you to know that it isn't, it, it's not a moral failure that disqualified him from okay. the steak business. Okay, <laughs> gotcha. Let's, it's nothing be, sexual. It's not vegan. Okay? Okay? So yeah, yeah. clear. Right. Nothing sexual, not veganism. Right. He's still a pastor and elder at the village. Yeah, he's still a pastor in the villages, but he's no longer a steak mogul. Got it. Is where I'm at. Well, I think that's bigger for us because we're not part of his fellowship. So It 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 rattled me though. Mm. <laughs> yeah, like if there's some things you can count on in life, it's a Texas megachurch pastor being like a steak mogul. Well, Gosh, that's Maddie it. Chan, what happened? I don't want to live in a world where a Texas megachurch pastor can't also be a steak mogul. Correct. I mean, what happens to my dreams at that point? Right. You know? Uh, where are you guys at on this? I don't want to be part of a uh, town where a small church pastor can't own a nice sports car either. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want, on the flip, I don't want that to be the flip. Here. Well, respectfully, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing what you're saying. However, I would gently push back by saying, doesn't our past experience point to the fact that you do, in fact, live in a town where a, a, a very small church pastor can also be a very nice sports car owner? Absolutely. I'm saying I don't want to lose that. And by very that. nice, I mean an entry-level sports car owner. I don't want to lose that. I don't see levels. <laughs> Um, what kind of an, what kind of a level was Maddie Chan at in terms of his stake, no pun, in the, in the stake company? You Steaks know, and steaks. Guys, we've all been at that level where we've gotten a little caught up in, mm. for us, be it the apparel business. And now our involvement in the apparel business is mm. it is basically housed in the fact that we send emails to an apparel provider who doesn't get back to us. And, I mean, we've experienced Quickly. the business at that level. Yeah. Um, mm. my, my sense is that Maddie was a little bit more invested in stakes than, like, we were in the fashion industry. <sighs> But I don't know. I mean, do we have do we have any breaking? I mean, do we have any insight into like what happened with that relationship? I'm gonna. I, don't. I have a guess. You're gonna speculate, Pipe? Go. It's I, it's it's one of two <laughs> things. If I was gonna make up a story, about okay. This. Uh, the first is that he found himself. You know, it's like 11:30 at night, 
and soul searching. No, he's like <laughs> he's like on the laptop looking at like you know beef beef feeding mm. techniques. Mm. Like how do we fatten these calves? I mean, guys, we've, in a very we've old all been there. Mm. Yeah, I mean, who that's has? every man's battle. Yeah. Like 100%. I mean, yeah, <laughs> and and yeah, and then you know his his wife rolls over and is like, Matt, what what are you doing? Mm. And he's like. Ah, you know, just this. We, we need to we need to fatten these calves. It's that moment of I don't even know you anymore yeah, because I've been so just, invested in. Yeah, state. and he had had sort of this dawning realization that it was it was changing who he was as a man. Mm, yeah. The second is that he like took that. he insightful. took he took that his he took his family to said ranch. This is the second option, and said, "Do you want you know?" So like first they're like, "Oh, baby calves, so cute," and then they go in the barn mm. and they're like, "Oh, look at how well they're cared for." And you want to see the slaughterhouse? Yeah. Kid loses his or her mind. Oh. And he's like, mm. for the sake of my relationship with my son and or daughter, I think I need to step away from this because they, they now see me as a murderous monster. Mm. I am responsible for the death of these poor bovines. That recasts daddy in a little different light, doesn't it? Yeah. You know, yeah. Man, man of virtue, preacher, author sure. with at Jared C. Wilson, mm. just all sorts of... <laughs> Shout out at Jared C. Let's and, be clear. That's right. And, in, and the big ones are... No typing me. happening right now, Jared C. Yes. That well, was earlier. To be fair, Ronnie's typing on his phone, but he doesn't have the sound on, so you can't tell. Yeah, right. Um, can you works. not be present in this moment? See how that works. I mean, for just a couple of minutes. I'm present. I'm here, boys. Okay. I'm as present as I am when we're not all. What do you got going there? <laughs> Nothing. You got big a big business deal? Just a, I don't know. Just working with maybe some animals, some uh, food items. Are you are you now? Do you see an opportunity when in somebody the business? Pulls out. When somebody pulls out. <laughs> There's there's a there's, there's an opportunity a, in the market. There's a, there's a gap. There that's is. What we, that's, yeah. what we, that's how we yeah, call it. It's a, yeah, there's, a, there's an opportunity there's in the a, market. There's an opportunity in the market. I'm just boy, uh, reaching if, if out. If Ronnie Martin became a beef mogul, mm. boy, I, I could die happy. Boys, yeah. I think that'd be good for all of us if that happened. <laughs> Wouldn't it? Mainly me. <laughs> could we but get there'd be some residuals. But also at Christmas, we would get some beef jerky. You so probably, that's cool I too. think I'd do better than that, man. I think I'd send you something better than that. Boys, listen. Can we take it to a practical level, a yeah. business level? I would like that. Could we not get a steak sponsor for the program? A if we meat provider. If we couldn't get one for Maddie Chan, what hope is there? I I, I don't <laughs> want to talk about Maddie Chan right now. I want to talk about all the he's other steak companies. He's out of the steak companies. game. He's a has been. He's yeah, a he's a has been. He's a never was. That's it. Wow. Yeah. He was barely steak business. We barely knew you. Is he going to do like a new sermon series called like Cattle on a Thousand Hills? <laughs> just, 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 just like just not just to, mine. Just to, yeah, yeah. Just to exactly. mourn. Just to, just to Cattle on a Thousand Other People's Hills. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, it's Oklahoma, not a lot of hills. It's yeah, no. Is he in Oklahoma, not Texas? No, the ranch I believe was in Oklahoma. What? Which is funny because it's which Texas. is only like twenty miles Texas away. Texas really, craft steaks. I feel like there's an integrity issue there oh. with the ranch. Maybe that's why he got out. He's like, this is false advertising. I can't be associated you know with this. I'm t- Speaking I'm t- of integrity issues and leaving things, that sets up our next topic, doesn't it, Tim? Solid oh, map. Yeah. What a so, transition. I don't know about the integrity issues because I have no dog in this fight. <laughs> this um, is a good recovery, Ted. But apparently. Beth Moore, who's someone that, that Ronnie is heavily invested apparently. in. Ron, Ronnie's got Ronnie's the craziest got a, rumor has it. Ronnie's hanging on to a lot of Beth Moore stock. Um, I don't know why you say that, but okay. Well, he's, he's about to cash it in and move it over to beef stock, however. That's correct. Right. From Beth to beef. Beth Moore, shareholder, Ronnie Martin. That's your memoir's title when you make it big. It's also my daughter's name, so people won't know like what, what I'm talking about. Your daughter's name is Beth Moore yeah. Martin. Yeah, it is. 
It's her middle name is Moore. There's been a long time. Her middle name was originally Caroline when she was born, but we changed it to Moore. So you were on in the light Beth, of recent things. You were on the Beth Moore thing long before people started to leverage her for their Babe, own personas. Dad, um, is yeah. it cool if we <laughs> we legally change your middle name from Caroline to Moore? It's going to be better for my career. Correct. By that I mean I'll almost get a book deal. Guys, I'd like to introduce you my daughter, yeah. Beth Moore Martin. <laughs> Hey, so, Wolgamuth, how much is this going to help me if I change my daughter's middle name that's right. from hey, Caroline to Moore? We're just two guys talking. What if, what if I change my name to Beth Moore Piper? <laughs> Beth Moore Piper. I love oh, that. Oh, dude. That, now we're talking. Now we that's have a double. That's two very marketable properties I in mean, one name, I mean, to though. say the least. Not to be all draconian and Formally kind of Formally to two very different audiences, although they seem to be merging as both of them, you know, throw yeah. stones at the at their respective, you know, kind yeah, of Yeah, I think, they're, I think they're, they're, they're starting to merge a little bit. Yeah. So, Beth Moore left the SBC. I can't talk about it. What do you guys think? <laughs> you can't talk about no, it. I can't. So, just to clarify. You have so I much mean, stake in the game. I mean. Oh, I mean. Not as much dude, as who can like. get Maddie Chan on the phone faster? <laughs> I think there's one guy here that can. His name is Barnabas Moore Piper. Beth Moore Piper. Beth Moore Piper. Piper. Yeah. Uh, to clarify my earlier comments about integrity issues, those were not on Beth Moore's side. That mm. was the... Yes. That statement had to do with the reasons for which she left the SBC and the lack of integrity by many people therein who are, uh, who have been all sorts of terrible towards Mm -hmm. her in recent years. As she's spoken out about equality and justice for minorities and for women. And, uh, and then also she continues to be a faithful Bible teacher. And there seems to be a lot of men who really dislike that. Yeah, they're really upset about that. Yeah. Yeah. So, but uh, the question that I had was... I'm not upset, or maybe I am. Wait, what's the right thing for me to do? <laughs> yeah, which, you which guys tell I? me. How, should I, how do I leverage me? Beth Moore as someone quick, who's... Quick preview of our, of our leadership that chapter in yet. the book. That's the point I made about thought leaders. Uh-huh. Most thought leaders ask what they should say. They say it loud, and then people affirm them. So that's what being a thought leader is. I just want to know, because I'm never going to meet Beth Moore, and I really have never thought never about Never say Never. I just want to you, know how, not, how hey, she can move hey, by I'm, I'm, my daughter, right Beth Moore. I'm right here. Oh, Beth Moore Martin. And yeah. Beth Moore Lovely Piper. girl. Beth yeah. Moore Piper is right here. I'm not sure what your issue you is. Miss, that's true. You guys are hitting me with a lot of, like, a lot really of challenging Moore. things right now. A lot of Beth Moore yeah. coming at you. You give me a lot to think about. <laughs> <laughs> what... What is the like the leaving a denomination thing? Like, so it made big news. So she's no longer going to publish with Lifeway, my former employer, which, which is, is really the big news. Which is yeah, it's so that's this, the big news. This is a yeah. business thing more than a ministerial yeah. thing. And mm. uh, what'd you say? You're what? My current employer, kind of. Lifeway, kind of. <laughs> Inadvertently, so, yeah. You know that so, so another publisher, whoever that is, is going to be very happy yeah. because Beth Moore sells a lot of everything. Yeah, Happy Rent Publishing. I mean, probably um, going to probably going to do well for us. We've yeah. reached out. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, we've made Me overtures. Yeah. Right. Correct. Yeah. Um, Correct. <laughs> what What is the like leaving a denomination? This kind of thing. Ronnie, are you you're denominational, right? <laughs> yeah. Where are you at on that, dude? I want to I want to go in on that in a minute, but uh, yeah, I know tough. But I'm gonna I'm gonna navigate you through it. All right, cool. What carry on? <laughs> I'm just kind of curious about the thought of leaving a denomination. So Beth Beth leaves, and it's like a big big deal, but yeah. it also feels like completely not a big deal to me. Yeah, I agree, man. I, it's like the yeah. So like, what it, what are the implications of her? Like, what does it mean to actually leave the denomination? So when she said she was leaving Lifeway. And she's not going to publish books with Lifeway anymore. Then you go, okay, there's all of these like monetary implications with that. To, to leave like a denomination, to, 
how you do that, like how you exactly do that. So like I'm part of the, the free church. If somebody left the free church, like if I left the free church, what does that even mean? I'm just going to another What's church gonna, with a different denomination. It's going to have a different implication for you because you would be taking your church with you. I mean, right. unless you just left substance. So like right, you right, would right. be, you would be pulling your church right. out of it. That seems to have a greater like kind of ripple effect. Frank, she's one person who is, she's no longer publishing with. Now she, she has poured an enormous amount of money into the yeah. coffers of Lifeway and the SBC. Right. Because of her Bible studies, because although her trade books have always been with, I think, Tyndale. Um, so she doesn't publish her like paperback trade books. Mm. And, uh, but like if she leaves, all it really means is that's a factor. <laughs> all, all it really means is switching churches. Yeah. Well, because like on, you, on a personal level, it just means yeah. Because I'm she's not at an SBC. She's church not a, anymore. She's not a member of the SBC. She's a member of her church. She's a part of the SBC. Yeah, I'm not sure which church that is, but like so yeah. So it is it. A, hold on, hold on, pipe. I'm going to ask you because I don't know how this works. So in my denom, you can't be like a member of the denom. You have to no, be a member of a church. That's... Churches are part of the denomination. So can you be like a can you be like a member of the SBC, like somehow detached from the local church? Is that like a no. thing? You can't carry like, hey, look, I'm part of the. It's the not SBC. like being a no. fan of a team, baby. You can't just like buy the jersey. You know? I, don't, I just don't. I'm just asking. No, like I don't know how it works. No, churches. Are it's not like AAA where I can like <laughs> sign up, pay my monthly dues, yeah, exactly. and have my AAA. I don't know. I don't know how you call the SBC if you have a problem. <laughs> I don't know how nerdy we want to get. The SBC no. technically only exists during the convention in terms of a like governing body sort of way. Yeah. Because it's a it's a gathering, it's a convention of churches, not a denomination. Mm. Like the Presbyterian Church made probably the E Free is a denomination where they're sort of governing power by the denomination. Actually they're not like that, but go on. Yeah. Yeah. So it's anyway, she she what this essentially means is I'm moving my publishing contract elsewhere. Once I I'm sure once she's fulfilled her obligations, whatever. Which she probably has. But like that's the big piece though. It's not yeah. really So leaving the FPC literally means her leaving her local church though, right? That yeah. has that has to mean that. So I used to be a member at an SBC church for, for about three years, uh, from like 2013 to 2016, when I first moved to Nashville. It's called Bethlehem. <laughs> that's a, no, that's a, what is that now? Converge. Oh, that's Formerly right. Baptist that's General right. Conference, right. and then, but they had to get cool. Converge, something that just really drives home the perspective. Oh, but here's the thing. I'm sure they're going to rebrand soon and be like, um, you know, Harbor or something. Right. Oh, no, wait, you guys took that one. Um a little anchor on a pastel windbreaker. Yeah, exactly. Let me just say that I know what the Jake word harbor Hart. means, but I still don't know what the word converge means. Converge means to like... You got me. Yeah. It's like a... Converge a, together? A, Wouldn't that be co-merge? A, co- a coalescing of things. Mm. Convergence of of ideas or of something. I don't know what it means as it pertains to churches. Um, anyway, that's what that's I got. Yeah. But yeah, so when I when I left that church and became a member elsewhere... I left the SBC, mm-hmm. and right. you know, I nobody noticed. I'm a little offended. I yeah, kind of I mean, where was the Twitter outrage when you left? I, we actually did notice, and we had kind of a thing about that. Remember? Okay. That? I mean, when you left I, the SBC, I published, that was a dark night of the soul for us, wasn't it? Big a team? lot of long talks, a lot tears. of long talks. Right? Well, like, are you sides. okay? And yeah. how are you doing? To be how fair, are you doing I think it? it's yeah. fair to say that Beth Moore is following in my footsteps because not only did I leave the SBC, you were a pioneer. A couple years back. A yeah. couple years later, I published yeah. a book with B&H, part of Lifeway, an SBC publisher, and then I left and published with the Good Book Company. Mm. So I have I have left the SBC in that way. Piper, let me like, hold on, hold on. Congrats, yeah, congrats, congrats for uh, following your cues there, Beth. Good job. Make no mistake, Big T. 
The only reason why Beth Moore's in the position she's in is because of one Beth Moore Piper. Barnabas Moore Piper. Yeah. I mean, that's it right there. I mean, there always has to be somebody. Are you saying a man led the way for her, though? No, that's no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. no, no. I didn't I hear mean, me say that. I'm trying to. You didn't hear me say that. Yeah. Cut this out. We need to edit. I don't this. want to put. Yeah, I'm not trying to put words in your mouth. You know. Uh, mm. Are you saying a white cis male? Led the way for Beth Moore. No. Because that's scandalous. Mm. I don't want to live in that world. Well, you, you're not. You don't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're not just to that. sum things up, evangelicals are the worst, right? Isn't that what we've just sort of been circling around? I mean, I guess. I mean, except that's, are they? I don't uh, that's us. Except for the free ones. Mm. Mm. Yeah, we like to claim that we're not a denomination. Baby, who are your celebrities? Who are the celebs in the EV Free Church? Oh, dude. Or has that church not been ruined by celebrity? Martin? Dude, yeah, we're not really celeb-driven. To be fair. That's good. That probably makes it healthy, then. Seriously. Uh, D.A. Carson. Carson Mm. is a member of of an evangelical free church. Well, Trinity is an evangelical free school. So everybody at Ted's. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but they're not all associated with the E-free at all. Oh, sorry. You claim your celebrities where you can get them. Don't you know how Christianity works? We got uh, we got some like kind of B listy like uh, like Ryan Kwan. No, he's idea. like on the board at eight. No idea. Who that he's is. like an E three no. guy. You I know, know who Ryan like, Kwan is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is we got he a some... bigger star than you? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Okay, yeah. huh. no question. I mean, you know, well, I mean, the E free the E free but... is one of those like enigmatic denominations that. It because they don't like plant their flag on anything in a combative way, they kind of yeah. stay off the radar. We do. So the very thing that makes them like, oh, nice. Yeah, I kind of like these chill folks. Yeah, is also why they're kind of not on anybody's radar screen. Never on anybody's radar, but we do have some. We we do have some SBC churches that are quite a few showing quite a bit of interest. Wow, and sort of def, you know making the turn. No comment. No comment by me. I just commented on it without making a comment. You can. I mean, yeah. commenting without commenting, it's a real media skill. It is, man. And a political skill. But I don't know. I mean, you, you know, have a real future as the head of Harvard. The thing Health. is, is that, yeah, well, you know. So EFCA kind of, we kind of see ourselves as sort of a sister to the SBC. So there, we, we do kind of do some partnering stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, because we're kind of we're, we're little like this. You're not seeing me do the I hands. Have two thing. daughters. I got to say, that metaphor doesn't make any sense to me because my kids. Yeah. Pretty antagonistic. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. I know we're. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, there's just a, there's a lot of uh, you know um, you know Al Mohler loves Trinity and Trinity loves SBC people and there's there's all kinds of like crosstalk, no coffee comment. talk, yeah, coffee talk. No, you talk, can comment on that. Talk amongst that's a good themselves. Thing. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's yeah. nice, baby. Yeah, but I mean, you know, at the end of the day, we don't have anybody like uh, we don't have a publishing arm either, though. So we don't have anybody no. like Beth Moore. That you don't have like a house publisher. We don't. Yeah, we don't. We're not. No, they free church. They just give stuff away. Seriously, everything's free. Judas, it's all free. But yeah, is that something that if you were ever to like <clears throat> be the be the figurehead of the EV Free or Harbor, that you would you would get like an in-house publishing concern? Well, we we did do that with Harbor a couple of years ago. And Solid. Let me shut it down. Oh, I was the editor. Who was it? It was just Sojourn Publishing. We put out twelve books. You were the editor of it? Yeah. Is that why they shut it down? He's laughing that I was the editor of it. I need you to stick up for me right now. That's because he knows what co-authoring with you is like when you review each other's stuff and you're both just like, how about we agree not to read this and give it a thumbs up? Yeah. How about we just, 
lean into some tortilla soup and just forget about this whole thing. There's different ways to edit, boys. Sometimes yeah. it's like, hey, you need to like rewrite that entire paragraph. The other side of it is like, why don't we go out and get a bite together because everything looks you great. You know what? Humor me. Doggone it. Just because we never heard about this. We've been doing a program with you for like 14 years. And we've never heard that you were the you were the editorial figurehead of Harbor Publishing. I was me and a... Me well, and a, Michael, I'll bite. It was me and a guy named Dave Harvey, if you guys remember Dave Harvey. Big Dave. Dude. Yeah, he didn't yeah. like jokes that we made on this show a couple years ago. Did we make jokes about Dave? No, no we made not about we, Dave. We made <laughs> jokes about erectile dysfunction. Oh. And Dave took umbrage. Oh, Dave wasn't a fan, yeah. well, Dave's, Tough deal, dude. Dave's a good friend. Trigger warning, mm. listeners. Sorry. Dave Harvey's a good afterwards. friend. We edited some books sort of together. For yeah. Sojourn. Wow. But they kind of shut that thing down and down the road. They Who'd you put it. out, dude? What's the biggest like book you guys put out there? Probably Dave Harvey. You know, mm. He put out a book on elders. We had mm-hmm. Greg uh, Allison put out a book on deacons. And yeah. uh, just all practical books. Sure. So, yeah. but, Man. Yeah. Those, those sound like just best-selling potential. Pipe, I didn't know we had a publishing mogul in our... In our I'm a little here. offended because I was actually... A, I mean, I was a publishing employee... But mogul. No, you were a mogul. We use the term mogul somewhat loosely on this show, so I feel like it could have you know, applied to me. We use it context. to apply to us. <laughs> so, right. yeah, correct. Yeah, to be to put a fine point yeah. on how we use it. Our yeah. definition for mogul is us. You can edit us. a few books, or you can be a mogul that <laughs> ran the editing department of an yeah. entire publishing house. My goodness, baby! You can you can have you can have a small time partnership with a <laughs> with a coffee roastery, or you can be. A coffee, a coffee mogul. mogul. Speaking of that, no, go, buy gonna... your, go buy your coffee from Red Bud Roasters there and use is. the code Happy Rant for a ten percent discount. Always selling, always. Now, were you like? I envision you and mm. humor me on this. Walking through like a um, yes, everything you're thinking, is like correct. an industrial space with like the the printing press going, yeah. and like you pull the you have book a hard off. hat on and like goggles. Totally. Yeah, you yeah. pull the book off and you flip through it and you smell it and you're like, yes, yeah. this. All of our authors have their little like spaces. They're yes, furiously yeah. they're writing. Yeah, with a like, quill. With a quill. Oh yeah, with yeah. a quill. There's no like, there's no laptops. Yeah, no. Well, no. typewriter would be acceptable. Typewriter would be acceptable. Yeah, those two things, quill and typewriter. Yeah. I mean, that's how we're writing our book. Because yeah. when I envision like being a publishing mogul, that's what I think it looks mm. like. Well, that's what it, exactly what it was like. I mean, you couldn't have nailed it <laughs> unbelievable more accurately. Yeah. That was big. It was big. It was that's so. Huge. It was one of the biggest moments. I mean, it was. I mean, yeah. it pretty much in, encompasses. I think if I look back in the last five years, you yeah. know that that four month period of my life. How could that have gone bad? You know, I mean, that begs the question. But you know. Hindsight's always twenty twenty. I love that you're crinkling a bag into the mic. Yeah, it's live recording is like Ted's just like whatever. I care not. I got hungry. I got a little peckish, boys. For for those of you who have been listening to this show for coming up on seven years, you'll be very familiar with the idea of Ted eating on the air. Mm. This is this is usually a sign of disinterest. But it's it's been but that's that hasn't happened in a while. No, I've been engaged though. Yeah, and I'm engaged with this. I just got hungry. Yeah. (laughs) That's all right. Because well, I got my own stuff. Go you did it. skip breakfast because you went and had your very vigorous workout while mm. Ronnie and I went and carbo loaded for the day. It's fine. Boys. And uh, yeah. so. I had a nice workout, nice gym here. At, to each uh, his own. Yeah. At the condo complex. And uh, boys, we have um, we have a lot of work yet to do because this is a work trip. Mm. I don't know if people know. They think it's just all fun and games and like <clears throat> yeah, we're, oh, we're buckets to, full of we're seashells. We're create a book to change the world. Yeah. Yeah, you know. we're not just walking along that beach collecting shells, are we? I feel like that's a metaphor that like has gotten a lot of traction. Somebody, somebody yeah, if somebody use, tweets yeah. it at me somebody, twice a week because they think it's really funny. Yeah. yeah. 
It's not funny. Not That's, even a little bit funny. It's not a little bit funny, and it's also not what we're doing. Because no, we're working. We're not creating mud pies in the slum either. Mm. No, to, we aren't. To, uh, we don't have to drive a bit of a distance to find a slum, though. It's in this Florida. Area. Do we really, yeah, though? No, there's no... Yeah, there's, we yeah, we yeah. drove by more trailer parks on the way here, Ted. Is, what's the difference? Not when you got into Destin proper. I mean, Destin it's, proper it's is a lovely place. That's true. We have to go back through a toll to find a yeah. trailer park slum. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, we're not going to be doing any of that because we're going to be busy writing and creating. And uh, making content for our fans because that's who we love. Because we're thought leaders and influencers. We're thought leaders. We're influencers. Well, somebody told me I was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you were the head of a publishing concern, a major one, mogul, um, mogul. a mogul. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, the publishing concern. The industry has been kind to you. It's been kind to me, and and, and I, you know, it's given you I, your whole life. I had to, I had to pull out. <laughs> I mean, I pull out what was on the top. Why did you feel like your ego? Like it was just it, the decadence was kind of too much for you to deal with. <laughs> it was <Wasn't> it? <laughs> so much pressure. All the parties. It was and the money and the cocaine. Guys, I needed to save. It was too much. <laughs> I needed. To, <laughs> I mean, I needed to save a bunch of things that I was losing. Sure. Yeah. This is why Matt Chandler got out of the state game. <laughs> That's it. His wife said, "I don't even know who you are anymore." Right. All I hear about all is I hear about steak, is steak and steak meat. That and yeah. yeah. This is why Beth Moore got out of the SBC. Right. All you, I right. hear about is you <laughs> Baptistness. All I hear about is no comment and no comment and no comment. Here's my quest. All right, just Boys. To get down to it. Here's our. No, I'm gonna ask Pipe so you can you can be. We've done what we always you can do. Keep your rep. One <laughs> to and fro. You can keep go your ahead. Rep. Yeah, go ahead. I'm gonna keep my rep, bro. Do you think sh- this was already just her have fun with it plan? Before she wrote that last book that came out, mm. what book? I didn't read it. Well, I, that, what does that have to do with anything? Whether you've read, I don't it or know not? what book you're you talking about. You didn't read it. You must. I mean, you've never read it. That, that's like saying you like wearing hats, Piper. I've never seen you without a hat. I that's mean, true. of course you didn't read it. That's not the point. The point is, did she already did have this it? plan? Of course not. In place <laughs> before that last book was released. Oof. Because I get the feeling she doesn't owe them anymore. Content. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm sure. I'm sure she was planning to the end of her contractual obligations and saying this would be a time to go when I'm no longer like stuck. There's a man okay. that used to work in the publishing industry, a publisher. Who that's can, why he knows that. That's why he has that information. That's why I was asking. Who can know the mind of Beth, though? I mean, really, my daughter, who's named after her now. Me, my who's named myself after her. <laughs> Beth Moore Piper. For this episode, yeah, at least. yeah, Beth Moore Piper for sure. That's the episode title, by the way. Um, yeah. No, the episode title is "The Taste of Bitter Nothingness." <laughs> the Taste of Bitter. That's about what this app was. I love it. Yeah, though. it really was. Ted was bitter. This whole episode was nothingness. Have we had a fun time though? I don't feel bitter, like yeah. in my heart. You don't. See, you don't seem bitter. Maybe came across that way. Usually are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, I've had a nice time. With how, how many minutes has this app been? Forty-two. 14, oh my gosh! And this see that's solid. 16, it's unbelievable. 17, what's been going on this 18, long. 19. Yeah, Boys, we've done what we always do in this program, which is uh, record from a very nice condo in Destin and wander to and fro throughout uh, a variety of topics that include Beth Moore in the steak business and LaCroix, our sponsor. Um, thank you, LaCroix family of waters, uh, for all that you do for this program. And until next time. The Happy Rant is brought to you by Resonate Recordings. If you go to ResonateRecordings.com, you can see the full range of services they offer. So if you're considering starting a podcast, they are the ones we recommend going with. Again, go to ResonateRecordings.com to see their prices, to connect with them and ask any questions, and to see what they can do to help you launch, edit, master, and improve your podcast. 
Again, go to ResonateRecordings.com to see what they can do to help you launch and improve your podcast. A crazy world out there, moms and dads. I'm Katherine Seegers, host of Christian Parent Crazy World, the podcast that tackles tough topics to help you be a godly parent in an ungodly world. Subscribe at lifeaudio.com.